The news on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. Yes. Open war with Europe and, and it's bad. War. Total war. As I when when I arrived from Lviv, uh, I I understand that in Lviv some I don't know how this in English, but we 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 we. Hitler and all his uh, environment have been putting on court. The same have to be done to Russia, and uh, Ukraine is supposed to be not just only made it to be free with the help of America, with the help of England. Um, but Russia need to pay all um, economic um, consequences that we got during all this time. Andrei Kulikov is a radio reporter in Ukraine. He is live in Kyiv with us on 680 CJOB. Thank you so very much for joining us. Trying times indeed. What are you hearing and what are you seeing where it's just after 11 o'clock at night where you are? Uh, what I'm seeing is uh, rare lights in uh, people's houses, in the windows. What I'm hearing, just 10 minutes ago, I heard something that very much resembled two explosions. I believe that uh, they were rather far from where I am. But I talked to my brother, who lives something like 16 kilometers away on the other end of Kiev, and he said that uh, he and his family are hearing explosions rather frequently, probably at least once every five, seven minutes. This has been obviously an extremely difficult and tenuous time for you, as well as the Russian people. I'm seeing some coverage of people um, that are protesting in Russia. Are you aware of those? Uh, is that getting through? Do you feel um, that, that the people are not necessarily with their leader on this? Yes, we always believed that there are people in Russia who understand what is going on or what has been going on in their country. Some of them do share the Ukrainian position, some of them do not, but they still do not believe that uh, war is the right method to solve any contradictions. So we get the news from Russia about uh, protests, about solitary protests, about uh, the fact that uh, over 150 protesters were detained and of course many many people in this country having relatives and uh, friends in Russia are trying to reach them to tell them what exactly what really is going on and some of the Ukrainian officials also call upon us to contact uh, our acquaintances in Russia and tell them to try to stop Putin. When you are dealing with this situation, we know here in the West that Russia has been accused of interfering in elections using social media. Are you concerned that that could happen and that people uh, like myself, like Richard, Canadians, Americans and others may not get the truth of what's going on if Russia tries to manipulate that? Well, frankly speaking, I do not apply this situation to your ca uh, case because I know that uh, CJOB and uh, at least uh, several other Canadian media outlets are trying to be objective and mostly 
they succeed in this and you succeed in this from what I hear uh, on your programs. But of course, um, public opinion can be manipulated. It can be manipulated even in Ukraine, which experiences aggression right at the moment. However, as uh, a journalist with uh, 40 years of experience plus, I know that uh, we, you, I mean, we as members of the Journalism Guild may do quite a lot to um, reveal uh, the lies when they are lies and to spread truth when this is truth. As for social media, yes, I uh, think that this is a very fruitful um, uh, field for spreading misinformation. So people should be cautious when they are uh, reading some unchecked news on the uh, on social media. Uh, right this morning, we, for instance, were rather scared with uh, information that Russian troops have landed in Odessa and Mariupol, two big cities in the south of Ukraine. But later, uh, it was uh, corrected by the headquarters of the Ukrainian armed forces, and I personally spoke to people in Odessa and Mariupol who said there was no landing of Russian troops in those cities, although both cities were shelled and bombed. Andrei Kulikov is with us live on 680 CJOB. McKeeve, he is a veteran journalist there. What are you seeing as far as the exodus from that city west towards Poland? Well, uh, especially during the day, until something like 3 p.m. our time, there was a constant flow of uh, cars going out of the city. But when I say flow, uh, I'm probably exaggerating because they were moving very, very slowly. There were immense traffic jams. And uh, I personally know some people who spent more than five hours in gems trying to get out of Kiev. Mind you that some of them did not find themselves in a, any safer situation because, for instance, uh, they went in the direction of Hostomel, which uh, is a town something like 10 kilometers away from Kiev. And there is a very important strategic airport, which was the object of uh, concentrated, concerted Russian attack. The situation changed over day several times. And the latest news that we have now from Ukrainian official sources is that Ukrainian troops, the National Guards, were able to finally oust the Russian paratroopers from uh, this airport. So there is a glimmer of hope and uh, I think that this is a good um, incentive for us to continue to offer resistance to what they're trying to do with us. So there is fighting on the ground right now? Yes, yes, there is fighting on the ground and not only around Kiev, but in many other regions and uh, areas of Ukraine. And uh, so we admit that uh, Russians have made some inroads 
into the Ukrainian territory. We admit that uh, they came very dangerously close to some major regional centers and to the second biggest city, Kharkiv. But still, uh, there is no widespread panic, although, of course, uh, it is rather depressing uh, when you are, are not doing something useful for your country. When you are doing something useful and needed, then you tend to forget about depression. Mr. Kulikov, we will talk again. Thank you so very much for joining us this evening, your time. Thank you. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.